Hello, fellow rebel capitalists. Hope you're well. This is a shocking story. When Josh sent this to me, I, I didn't even believe it. I had to do like a triple take. But unfortunately, it's true. So if any of your friend and family member Freds are out there saying, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. The economy is booming. It's on fire. Look at the unemployment rate. This is the best economy we've ever seen in our lifetime. Unemployment rates 3.7%. We're creating all these jobs. We've got we've got wage growth. Okay. Let's go ahead and send them this article for me. Title: As the cost of living skyrockets, nearly 1 in 3 adults rely on their parents for financial support. Let me just read that again so that is sinking in. In 2022, in the United States of America, the richest country on the planet Earth, one in three, one in three, 33% of adults rely on their parents for financial support. I still have a hard time getting my head around this. Key talking points. As the economy falters, nearly a third of millennials... Uh Uh-oh, Josh. I think this article might not be kind (laughs) (laughs) to to your peeps out there. (laughs) As the economy falters, nearly a third of millennials are turning to their parents for financial support. Okay, well, a third of millennials. That's not all adults. Come on. But millennials are like that number is staggering. But I think millennials are like 23 to like 40 year olds. So that's still, I mean, pretty old. Right. But adults, this is like, this would include, you know, 90 year olds. (laughs) That's a pretty wide range there. But uh, it's fair point. Fair point that even if it is from 23 to 40, that's still a staggering number. It says for the parents, however, support supporting grown children can be a burden. It can be, <laughs> or it just is when their own financial security is at stake. Oh, Josh, sorry, buddy. Nearly a third <laughs> of millennials and Gen Zers. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> Over the age of 18, get financial support from their parents. According to a new survey of personal finance site, Credit Karma. The site polled more than a thousand adults in October. More than half of the parents with adult children said their kids are living with them. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. More than half of parents with adult children said their kids, I'm assuming they're talking about their adult children kids, not that they have one 20-year-old and a five-year-old, are living with them. Another 48% said they pay for their kids' cell phone plan, car payments, or other monthly bills. Wow. I just... For those of you on this live stream that watch this video that are uh, whatever I am. What am I, Josh? Gen Gen X or something? Gen X. Gen X. I'm Gen X. I'm Gen X. That's right. Or, or, you know, even the baby boomers. Um, This has got to just be absolutely jaw-dropping because when I was growing up and I know that most of you probably on this live stream can relate to this it was very well known 
not just with my parents, with everybody's parents, like all my friends, that when you hit 18, you're done. You're done. You're not only kicked out of the house, but you you are cut off. No more money for you. None. Nada. And in, in fact, most you know, most of my, my friends, when you're 15, 15, 16, you, your, your parents would make you get a job and you had to start helping, right? Like as an example, if, if I think, um, you know, if uh, like, isn't, well, I can't even remember back some of the stuff that I was paying for. I was paying for a lot of my school lunches back then. I'm thinking about when I was like 15, 16 at those time frames. Um, I was, yeah, I was paying for, I, I don't want to go into that and bore you guys with the details, but um, I, I think most of you can relate that even when you're 15, 16, your parents required you to get a job, which mine did. And in fact, I remember well, uh, my very first job I ever had was when I was, uh, well, my first real job was when I was 15 and uh, it was at the the local pizza place. Uh, I was, I wasn't, uh, it was the only time I ever worked in a food joint and I didn't really work in the food. I just worked in the back, just cleaning like the, the dishes and whatnot. And, uh, they tried to let me make a pizza one time and that was the biggest disaster in human history. So, uh, <laughs> I just, I could never figure out how to make a pizza. I, I wasn't that good. Or, or, I, or I was, I guess I should say I was that bad. But I was very good at showing up on time, working hard, and uh, cleaning the dishes. So that's uh, what they had me do. But uh, this is when I was 15. And, and this, it, it wasn't just with me. I mean, it was, I, I don't think I had any friends that didn't fall into that same category. But even if they did, if even if their parents didn't force them to get a job, it was still known that once they hit 18, they're, number one, you're out of the house. You cannot live under this roof anymore. You're done. And number two, you're completely cut off financially. So to see this is just, uh, it's astonishing. What used to be paying for your kid's cell phone bill every few months has now turned into a much more extensive set of expenses for many parents. Multi-generational households can be a way to save. During the, the pandemic, the number of adults moving back in with their parents often referred to as boomerang kids. Temporarily spiked to an historic high. Most said the initial move back with their parents is a necessity to save money. Hefty student loan bill from college. Thank you, government. And soaring housing costs. Thank you, government. Have put a financial stranglehold on those just starting out. The surging cost of living high, sky-high rents are making it harder to move on. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow Rebel Capitalists 
that are taking their investing to the next level. I get it. I totally get it that it's a lot tougher today in certain ways <laughs> than it was back when I was growing up. But I would also argue that you've got a generation of adults in the United States that are much more okay with this, that that are out there saying, well, I'm going to wait to get a job because there's not one I like right now. And I know that my parents are going to give me money and pay my cell phone bill and I can just live at their place rent free. So I'm going to just go ahead and do that until I can get a job. Where back in my day, there nobody would have done. I mean, you literally would have chosen to live on the street and just starve to death than choose to actually go back and live with your parents. Because that was just... I mean, you guys know what I'm talking about. It, it would have been a sign of failure and that, and it would have been just a complete destruction of your pride as an adult. And therefore, I personally, I think, again, most of you can relate that you would have chosen anything other, no matter how bad, other than go back and live with your parents because you just couldn't face them. Uh, just having to admit that to a certain degree you failed. The number of households with two or more adults, adult generations has quadrupled over the past five decades. Finances is the number one reason, right? But, but again, finances and people that are generations that are far more uh, receptive, let's say, to the idea of going back and living with their parents. So in most cases, 25 to 35 34-year-olds are living in the home of one or both their parents. A smaller share live in their own home and have a parent or other older relatives staying with them. Not surprisingly, older parents are also more likely to pay for most of the expenses when two or more generations share a home. Jeez. Wow. And then they go into how to achieve financial freedom. Work is a really good way to do that. And I know a lot of people come down on me. Oh, George, you don't get it. You don't get it. You don't get it. Uh, yeah, I do, actually. Actually, yeah, I do get it. And and for those of you who have followed my videos, going all the way back to the beginning, you you might not you might have heard this story, but for a lot of you, you probably have never heard it. And back in 2017, I went to to Tucson to help my younger brother, and this is the very first time that I even had an idea of maybe starting my own YouTube channel. And now I didn't start the channel until uh, 2019. But the idea that I had, because I was so sick and tired of people making excuses, is I was going to start with $5,000, uh, a little car, I had a, a little Prius, and a, and a minimum wage job. And the idea is I was just going to work that minimum wage job and, and I was going to have that minimum wage job pay for all my expenses. The only thing that I had was that $5,000 buffer. And I was going to turn that into a million dollars. The project was called uh, uh, Minimum Wage to Millionaire. And I did it for about probably six months or so. And um, during that time, I was living exclusively, exclusively, on the job that I got at 
Josh, you know where? Where was I working for six months? In 2017. And we actually drove by that McDonald's uh, when we were doing that road trip tour. Or That's right. RV tour. That's right. I worked at the local McDonald's. Ironically enough, why? It was the only place I could get a job. Like I applied at like 20 places and no place would give me a job. This is in 2017, five years after I'd retired. So uh, I was working at McDonald's and I was making, oh, what was it? I don't know, maybe $1,000 a month, maybe 1200 something like that. I was making like 10 bucks an hour. And, um, and then I was taking the Prius and when I wasn't working at McDonald's, I was just driving Uber nonstop, nonstop. And you guys don't think I can commit to a project. Guess again, <laughs> that's committing. And I just lived in this garbage, uh, little studio apartment in the ghetto. It was like 400 bucks a month or something like that. And initially I was riding my bicycle, uh, or a little bicycle that I bought at Walmart, uh, to, to work. So I wouldn't even have to spend the gas to drive the Prius. And I was covering all of my expenses plus saving a little bit of money while working at McDonald's and driving Uber in 2017, not in 1997. So the point there is that if I can, and, and by the way, I was, I had to stop because my, unfortunately my younger brother was, uh, was, was very ill. So I needed to take care of him. And obviously that was priority number one or else I would have kept going. And by the time I quit, I had like, I can't remember the exact number, but I had over $20,000 in the bank account, starting with five, a minimum wage job, a Prius and, uh, you know, the, the McDonald's thing, and then just driving, uh, Uber. So I, I get it that, that, that times are tougher now, but at the end of the day, I, I just struggle with people saying that that it's impossible uh, to pay my own bills or to support myself without minimum wage going to twenty five bucks an hour, you know, or something like that. Or it's impossible. I just can't do it. I've got to go back and live at home. Okay. I mean, I get it. Times are tougher. I completely agree. The economy's not in a good position. But at the end of the day, the way to achieve financial freedom is to go out there and work your ass off. Work. 14 hours a day and don't make stupid decisions with your money. And I can almost guarantee you, you're not going to have to go to mommy and daddy to support you financially. And one of these days when we have a little bit more time, I'll, I'll give you guys the whole story of me working at McDonald's and what that was like and what the other employees, and I never told him, I never told him what I was doing. I never told him about the project and I actually filmed it. Because that was the whole point. I, I was doing a vlog and I was filming it with my little phone and whatnot. And I, I still have the raw footage. Uh, I never put it up on YouTube, but I still have it. I was going to edit it and do it once I got kind of midway through the project. And I'll tell you guys how I, I, I took the 5,000. I can tell you guys the whole story. I can show you pictures. Uh, I can show you pictures of me in my uniform standing right next to Ronald McDonald's like this. <laughs> With my name tag, uh, you guys will probably get a kick out of it. But anyway, uh, we'll have to save that for another video. All right. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Guys, always stand up for freedom, liberty, free market, capitalism. See you in the next video.